Hello, my friends, it's Andy and Hedia coming to you live from Yorba Linda, California for the Living Fearless Devotional. A production of ResurrectMinistry.com where we're harnessing the power of the internet to share the gospel around the world. It is filled with resources that will hopefully, hopefully deepen your walk with Christ, whether you're a seasoned saint or a new believer, uh, Jesus will meet you where you are. So if you have a question for us or um, would like prayer or would like to pray for us, please drop us a line in the comment section. We read, read and respond to every single one. And if this ministry blesses you in any way, click the donate now button, please. Uh, it would truly be a blessing for us. And as you're watching, please comment and let us know what you're thinking about the devotional or about any of the uh, comments that we have about the devotional. Or if you have your own comment, maybe something that we didn't think about that you want to add, that would be awesome. Uh, let us know if you need prayer uh, for anything. You, your family, maybe somebody that you met. Uh, Did you say recently? like or subscribe to? And make sure you like or subscribe. Uh, share it with others. Um, I am really being throttled right now. As a matter of fact, I got a notice from Facebook. Facebook. Oh. <laughs> telling me so. Oh. So that we will not push out your information for the next 77 days. And I guess I got that a while ago. So it's not like until next year will people be able to see my post. Wow. Why? I don't know. Who knows? So there's no verdict. It's just, sorry, you are. Yeah, you're bad. You're Christian. You're bad. <laughs> it could have been that one uh, Hunter Biden in his uh, underwear and balloons. Yeah. Oh, I got I got uh, deemed for something that I posted in 2020, just recently. So do you think they go back and yes, look at them all? They'll look at it anyway. Yeah. So anyway, share, like, um, and uh, only through that will other people see it, especially on Facebook. I'm sure YouTube's no different, uh, but we're also on LinkedIn, um, Twitch, and X, formerly known as Twitter, and Rumble. So sometimes when I share with people, I share it from Rumble. Oh, cool. Because they deserve it. They don't do anything to throttle me at all. Uh, make sure and visit our sponsors. Most importantly, you have to watch it on the Real Life Network, too. Oh, the Real Life Network. <laughs> yes. Um, our uh, sponsors are down in the description. Make sure and click on those links and visit and, uh, and, and pick up some supplements there from LifeWise. I really love uh, Restore. I talk about Dream all the time, but Restore is amazing. It helps with the inflammation on my knee. Um, when I'm taking the um, Restore, I almost call it Resolve, Restore, um, the swelling just simply goes away. Uh, if I don't take the Restore, then the, the swelling comes back. So for me, that product is, again, one of my favorites. And uh, StreamYard, which is what we're using right now to go live to you. Uh, is an amazing platform, really easy to use, and you can use it for free for a little while. And then if you want the bells and whistles that goes along with it, then you begin to pay a small uh, fee to use it. But uh, go to getstreamyardnow.com. Uh, before I go to the scripture, I just want to remind you all, we're going to be interviewing Pastor Jack, who we were just watching, who was live driving in his car to um, service tonight at uh, Calvary Chapel, Chino Hills. But that's November 30th at 2.30 p.m. Uh, November 30th at 2.30 p.m. Make sure and put it in your calendars. Uh, it's. I just want to tell you about that day. You could watch the replay, of course, but if you want to ask Jack any questions, you can uh, do like you do on this show. Just comment, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to get to your question and ask him uh, whatever's on your heart uh, that you want to ask him. Tonight's scripture is Luke 10, 38 through 42. Luke 10, 38 through 42. And just so you know, we take a little bit more scripture because uh, A.W. Tozier seems to use this like one 
one little bit. So we like to expand a little bit yeah. to share a little Especially bit more. Especially when it's one thought. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, Carrie News on already, Hi, giving Carrie. us doing exactly what we asked. She is amazing. Uh, and what does Carrie say? Exactly how they work. The Wayback Machine will hunt you down once you're tagged. Yep. Oh, they do. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Even they got me for some music I used. I was doing um, service for another church. I was broadcasting it live. Right. And they were playing some music, some worship music. And I keep getting dinged for that. And that's a, a completely other Facebook page oh. that I don't even think I'm an administrator for anymore. Wow. But I get dinged for that for um, copyright infringement. Sure. <laughs> All right. Let's get to the scripture, or not scripture, the devotional. It's A.W. Tozier for the Christian Leader for November 22nd. The title is Distractions. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and troubled about many things. But one thing is needful, and Mary hath chosen that good part, which shall not be taken away from her. That's Luke 10, 41 to 42. A.W. says in this devotional, Failing in his frontal attacks upon the child of God, Satan often turns to more subtle means of achieving his evil purpose. He resorts to devious methods in his attempt to divert the Christian from carrying out the task God has committed to him. He often succeeds by involving the saint in some other lesser occupation and so distracting him. Satan's distracting words often come from the most unexpected quarters. Martha would call Mary away from sitting at the feet of the master. Sometimes if we are not careful, our best friend may distract us or it might be some very legitimate activity. This day's bustle and hurly-burly would, would too often and, and too soon call us away from Jesus' feet. These distractions must be immediately dismissed, or we shall know only the barrenness of busyness. The barrenness of busyness. <laughs> That's good. The prayer. Oh, Father, keep me today from the myriad of distractions that would keep me from the main thing. I long to stay at Jesus' feet. Deliver me today from the barrenness of busyness. Amen. Amen. Kevin. Kramus. Kramus. Hi, uh, Kevin. From Detroit. Nice to see you. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to click on it. Yeah. I love that hat. I always thought that I should uh, get a hat. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. I just need to. Is that, doesn't that look good on him? That, hey, he looks. It he reminds does. me of, uh, of uh, the, uh, what's it called? The Blues Brothers? The Blues Brothers. Remember the Blues Brothers? Yes, I do. I think that's, isn't that what the picture is? <laughs> is it? it no. I, no. I, maybe that's Kevin. I don't know. Kevin, let us know. Kevin says? Carrie says? Kevin? Oh, Carrie says, sorry. I never quite get the Mary Martha thing because the dinner had to be cooked while Mary got the best part. So fascinating that you say that, Carrie. Yes. Because I was thinking, may I start? Yes, of okay. course. So these words, um, this translation, which I presume is KJV, says that, um, Mary, you are careful and troubled about many things, which is interesting, careful mm. and troubled. So obsessing on details, so to, you know, so to speak. And then in the NIV that we're going to read, it says worried and upset. So the thought to me is I had the same thought that you did, Carrie. And then I thought, you know what? I think... It's the perfection is the enemy of good enough. 
And it just seems that what he's scolding her for is distraction, is that you're so obsessed with these details that at the end of the day really don't mean much. Um, and it actually reminds me of the issue of like hosting things at home. Um, because exactly what I was thinking. yeah, because yeah. you're you're just kind of I am obsessed with details, and then it becomes such a burden to to host because you're obsessed with details. And I could hear the Lord saying, Hedia, Hedia, you are distracted and caring about way too many things. Um, I mm. literally can hear the Lord say this to me, uh, replacing Martha's name with mine, because um it's it's really a it's really a negative thing because um, at the end of the day, I think the attention to detail is beyond what is necessary. And that's what, um, that becomes the enemy of, of the opportunities to do good and to be in God's will and to serve the kingdom and all those other things that come with um, letting go of those details. Do you want to go so, ahead and read the whole as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister named Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things. But few things are needed, or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. And that's being with Jesus. And that's being with Jesus. You know, I, um, what I thought about when we first read this was the, the need, I think for men, maybe women too, but I just think of men, when we are not born again and we're and we are you know hanging out with a bunch of dudes doing dude things um carousing drinking or you know just having fun it doesn't mean necessarily you're like this horrible person you're just not living as god wants to live <laughs> um and then you get born again and you realize that there's certain things that he does not want from us carousing and Drinking in, in excess, idleness gambling, too. huh? Idleness, idleness, yeah. Wasting time, getting the boats so that we can have the better boat than the other guy had uh, has. Sea dues, you know, all those things, those types of idols of, of trying to beat the other guy, having more toys. And then you're born again, and although these guys were your friends and are your friends, you you have to distance yourself. Because you're going to get distracted. You're going to get drugged back into that life. Yes. And being a weak human being on this planet, that is just a fact. And I think that's what causes some men not to seek out, seek God. <laughs> is because they think they're going to have to get rid of fun, right? And get rid of those things that they perceive as fun. Yes. I, I, I'm here to tell you, and I'm not sure where Kevin is on his walk. I'm probably preaching to the choir, but... Um, it is way less stressful and actually more fun to be walking with Jesus. And I, I, I think there was a period of time and I, I'm pretty sure that I even thought that, that, you know, I don't mind going to church and listening to the messages. Don't make me change my but life. I, you know, but I, I just do that on Sunday, right? you know, between 10 and 11, 1130. 
It's a small, <laughs> a small sacrifice to make for eternity. Yeah, but doing all the other stuff, oh, I gotta really I have to get rid of all this stuff. I mean, I really like my boat and skiing and going all these places, but you can still do those. We learned a valuable lesson after we stopped drinking alcohol decided that that's what we were going to get rid of alcohol out of our life, not have it in the house. I mean, just truly just separate that part of our life is that when we went on vacation where that's where you would do most of your drinking, not you, us, you know, most people yes. is that we had a blast. Yes. We spent less money. And so we got a better hotel, yes. <laughs> but we just enjoyed each other far more. We woke up early. We went for walks and you really got, and we saw probably more of Jesus because of that. Oh because yeah. We went out uh, evangelizing. Went out evangelizing. We, we talked to people about Jesus and we had, it was the best, one of the best times in my life with anybody was with you on that vacation Aww. in, uh, in San Diego. When we, uh, you know, we have other times before that, and not quite as not you know not as not as interesting. Nope. But that was and uh, even traveling with the kids when we went to Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. Yes. That was also because it, it, there's more exertion, right? Because you yeah. have to worry about the kids too. But there's cooking and cleaning, and we had a condo, and you know just activities and just staying on our game as well, um, and just being present parents. Yep. Because I don't know about you, like your childhood, but me and my brother got in all kinds of trouble on vacations because our parents were nowhere to be found. Wow. So it was a time to really um, be naughty. And so um, our kids didn't have that opportunity because mm. we were there. We we're like, hi, in your face. Where are you going? Where, for where? What? Are you going to go get Starbucks? Okay. Well, you can be back in a half an hour. You know, like it, it, it really changes uh, the way the children behave too mm -hmm. because you're present. It also allows uh, for Ray, our daughter, and the, I wish this wasn't the case, but it's it's, it's kind of funny. But yeah, maybe we'll talk about it another time. But uh, she comes on vacation with us, and there's no alcohol involved at all. And she can see that we go hiking. We went and did the, did a bunch of other stuff, and none of it involved alcohol. And and then I share custody, and then she'll go to another family, which is her mom's side of the family. Right. And there's a lot of alcohol involved, and um. And I, I think that that's, for her, it's an opportunity for her to see that you don't need alcohol to enjoy life, right. to enjoy each other, to have fun and to spend time together. That, that's not that's necessary. Awesome. So I think that that's- But she's the only one who sees that, don't they all? Well, she went to Hawaii with us ah. and, and spent went on okay. vacation with us. Ah, uh, you know, vacation-wise, okay. Yeah, they go to other places where uh, that's a big part of what they do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shoot. So they get to see that. So I wanted to uh, go back to Carrie's for okay. a second here. Um, so I miss much because of serving too much. I mm. know, not the point. So no. I don't think it's because of serving. It's just, it's it's the obsession pro uh, for me, the obsession with the quality of the serving. In other words, um, it, it, if you make it too burdensome on yourself to host, then you won't host. Uh, or in even maybe an easier example is I can't go to church today because you know what? I didn't shower yet. And then I have to get ready. And then the shower, get ready is a 90 minute, two hour process. I'm not speaking about anybody in particular. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
instead of being like, I'm just going to throw on a pair of pants and go, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's that it's, it's the um, distraction by details of things that prevents us. Like I had to have this very uncomfortable conversation with a very good friend of mine about this Christmas event that was happening at church because of this problem I have that the Lord is definitely working on me about. But um, there's this, I don't want to say it's a competition, but it looks like a competition to me where women decorate a Christmas table and invite eight, uh, six of their friends, seven of their friends. It's a total of eight at a table. And if you look at the gallery of pictures and you just go there and you eat like snacks or whatever, mm -hmm. you you bring your own snacks and you decorate the table. But the the fun part is the decorated tables. And so my friend's like, hey, you want to co-host with me? And I'm like, oh, my God, no, no, I can't. And she's like, what, why? <laughs> and I was like, because I'm so obsessive. Once I start something like that, I would have to, like, first of all, try to win. I'd have to win <laughs> the competition. And if I didn't, it would ruin the whole experience. I would be obsessed. I would drive Andy crazy yes. because I'd be like, come get me this. Go get me that. You have to bring this. And I'd bring a truckload <laughs> of stuff to put on the table. And it would just. A U-Haul back. Beep, beep. Right. Beep. <laughs> And she was like, are you serious? And I was like, yeah, no, I'm serious. She's like, but there's a bunch of people who just participate. They use like really pretty colored paper plates. And I was like, paper plates? <laughs> I was trying to be really nice. And I'm like, have you met me? <laughs> so bad, Carrie. I don't know if that's what you're referring to, but it's so bad. I can't. I can't you know, host the Christmas table because of this. You have the, you have to say you worry. Yeah. Worry. You, you, you worry. You, when you, you, your mom's coming to Thanksgiving yes. and you're worried All about day. your mom coming, right? You can't, I, I love you. Yes. Thank you you. Just enjoy your mom coming. Don't worry about your mom coming. It's that's the difference. It's very different. Yeah. But you're worried. I'm worried. Cause she comes with her. She's like the, uh, you know, those sitcoms where the uh, mother-in-law comes to the uh, dinner and she comes and she, as soon as she walks through the door, she puts on the white gloves, yeah. puts on the white gloves and she, and you see her like you're with a, as if I was the daughter with a, yeah, with a magnifying glass looking and, and going like this and looking like that's, that's, <laughs> she doesn't literally do that, but it feels like she's doing that. I love her so much, but she's just a handful, <laughs> very high expectations. But, but that carries over into other things like this Christmas uh, event, whatever that's called. Yes. Uh, the decorate. I, I, I mean, it. I have to say, so last time my mom came over, it was like six months ago, and I got all of the favorite foods of hers that I could imagine, everything that I could think of. And she walks, <laughs> she walks in and she's very hungry because it was a long drive. She's 85. And so she's like, do you have any bananas? And I was like, I looked around and I was like, oh my God, there's no bananas. What? There's no bananas? Isn't there a song like that? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I thought of everything, but she identified the one thing that I did not, that I did not put on the mess list. And so I went to four grocery stores this morning <laughs> thinking of every single oh, possible shows. thing that she could request. Wow. Did you get bananas? Got bananas. <laughs> Got bananas. I got fruit. I got brioche buns. I got sweet potato. I got fish. I, I got. I never would have thunk of bananas. Yeah. Never would have thunk of bananas. Yeah. Hey, let's go to Kevin really quick. He's explaining a little bit about his attire. I am the lead vocal for a 15-piece horn-driven band called the Transit Brothers. Awesome. 
We play many songs in the band Chicago as well as the Blues Brothers. That's why I'm dressed like that. I also occasionally lead worship at Four Winds Church in Livonia, Michigan. Oh, you know Michigan oh, very well. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I do. I'm not sure where Livonia. I remember seeing it a million times on the freeway, but I can't tell you if it's north or south of. I used to live in Fenton, Michigan. Hmm. I've been hearing a little bit about Fenton during this. Really? Uh, time of talking about Muslims. Oh. Yeah, because they talk about the Muslim population there in uh, Michigan. Who does? Just like this, pe random people. I've been listening. Like, oh, uh, but they talk the, about Dinesh, Dearborn. The, yes, the niche, the Souza. Dearborn is a completely different animal. It was 45 really? minutes away from, oh yeah. No, we were we were the Coneheads, remember? Like yeah. we were so weird to everything that was and around us. No, Kevin, uh, Eddie used to be Muslim. I was a Muslim before, yeah. before <laughs> the Lord pulled me out. Uh, and so Dearborn is like the Arab capital of the United States, I think. Like right. the, it's a no-go zone. Like if you if you're not if you're not Arab or Muslim, uh -huh. you will feel very uncomfortable. Is that one of those places the cops don't even go? Uh, yeah, to a certain extent. It's not. It's not like uh, South London, which you literally are afraid. Mm. Um, but it's just uh, culturally uncomfortable if you're not Arab or Muslim. Yeah. Kind of going through South Central LA. Ish. You don't want to get a flat tire in South Central. <laughs> Carrie says. I ruined a vacation before Jesus. Drinking rum, pool babies in Jamaica all day young, <laughs> long. Quit drinking forever the last day. Wow. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah, I'll, I can't even tell you <laughs> how many of those I've had. Yes. And okay. She gets it. Yeah. I thank you. That is me. Yeah. <laughs> Win, yes, woohoo! <laughs> and done that with the fine china. Yeah, I had some great ideas. I, I thought that maybe we should have like, um, you know, a butler at your table. Yeah, then everybody. I'd show them. Yeah. <laughs> I could get dressed up as a butler. Well, see, but the thing is, is that what I also told my friend was that I'm asking Jesus to rid me of those things. Mm. So the last thing I want to do is do it. So. Right now, I'm at the point where I recognize I have a problem and I'm trying not to do it. I eventually want to get to the point where I can do it and not have the problem. Mm -hmm. But I don't want to engage in the behavior that I know he's trying to burn out of me, I think is the most important thing. I hear you. Um, I don't want to. Uh, yeah. And I'm new to the church. And I told her, I said, I could just imagine everyone being like, who does she think she is with all of this stuff? that you Who is she anyways? Yeah. Has anyone ever seen her before? You hear a bunch of whispering. Yeah. yeah. The brown girl. <laughs> she looks like she used to be Muslim. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I don't know of this. This. This thing. problem. Because right away I said, let's just get paper plates. Just yeah. like. <laughs> Just like Jeannie said. Exactly. <laughs> Plastic forks. I have no problem uh, with that idea. I would do that. Uh, Kevin says. Livonia is northwest of Detroit, and he lives in Garden City, Michigan, three miles west of Dearborn. Oh, oh okay. Not to brag, but I performed in Fenton. Oh, that's definitely <laughs> oh. not bragging, Kevin. <laughs> Please tell me where in Fenton you performed. Is it at that bar that's in... Uh, uh, off of Silver Parkway, because I can't imagine there's anywhere else in Fenton. <laughs> I know every square inch of Fenton. <laughs> it's a girl thing, Andy. It's a girl thing, Andy. All right. For sure. All right. And I don't know many men with that quality. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should have seen. I, I um, walked in. Where did I, I walked in from? I just came home from the gym, and we're in the garage. I'm talking to my son. Hedia walks up from her two mile walk, and walks up, and she, she just looks at me and says, "Oh, honey." <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> she looks down at my feet, and I got my running, my Brooks running shoes on. With jeans. They are good. You can't wear, why can't you wear? I don't know. I just don't like the, <laughs> I don't like the running shoes with jeans. You but it's better see than having his, so it's, quick. It's better than him having his dogs out. I was, if I had to choose between the two. Yeah, she was like, I want to wear flip flops with jeans. Yeah. And and yet and on Sunday you missed it. One of our friends walks in as as service has already started, and he walks in in his cargo shorts and flip flops, dirty cargo shorts, yeah. too, I'm sure, <laughs> tattered ones. Sorry, Kevin, if that's what you wear. <laughs> and I and normally I would not have even thought anything of it. I just would have, hey, bro, you know, and how you doing? Give him a high five, right. and we would have, you know, and I would have sat down in my shorts and my flip flops. Right. right next to him. But man. I fell in love with you in that outfit. I... <laughs> Isn't that funny? It's amazing. And you had a Trump. Was I, I really? think you had a Trump Superman I... t-shirt. Where oh, I did have a Trump. Trump was Captain America or something on your Trump t-shirt. Trump was Captain America. Yeah. Is that what I was wearing when we met? Uh-huh. Really? Did I... I didn't have flip-flops on. I think so. But I, I was so no, enamored I with you, I didn't even notice the flip flops. Wow, that is so bizarre because you, 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 you. I instant- remember later, did. Yeah, you instantaneously see things, uh, like shoes people are wearing. And I go, I, but I've learned. I, I now have begun to see to spot these things. But you know, you know the make and model of the shoes people wear, <laughs> the purses they're carrying. It's occupational hazard. It's, it's a cultural thing. <laughs> It is something else. I, I, I just, I'm. Believe me, it's a, it's a handicap. <laughs> is it really? Yes. Do you think that's a distraction that AW, to- AW Tozier is talking about? It's a distraction Jesus is talking about. <laughs> Hedia, Hedia, you are upset and concerned about too many things. <laughs> Hedia, that had to be a God thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Blinded to the flops. And the goofy, but I do remember the goofy shirt because I couldn't, it, it looked like a Captain America shirt that a little kid would wear. Yeah. So that I remembered. But it had Trump. But it had Trump on it. Yeah. It was, I, get, I got so many compliments so, on that t-shirt. Did you steal your son's pajamas? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember wearing that shirt. Uh, at that, oh, it was a, an event that yeah. you would wear that kind of shirt. Right. It was. You got all dressed up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Uh, Kevin says? I've worn flip-flops to church, but not in the cold in uh, November. Yeah, Michigan gets cold. Yeah, I got on a plane flying to places like Maine or Virginia in the wintertime. Oh, and you got scolded. Yeah. <laughs> right? The lady from Maine was like, what is wrong with you? Thank God she didn't know who I was. She would have been like, your wife let you leave the house to go on a plane did, like that? You didn't know it was going to be 40 degrees when you landed in Maine? Right. With your flip-flops on? Well, I just, then I just get my luggage off and I pull out my shoes and put them on there at the airport. No, people, I'm telling you, this Ali Stuckley girl who's got half a million followers on YouTube did a whole rant 
about JFK mm. having no shoes on on the airplane. She's like, that is disgusting. Nobody wants to see your feet. You're a presidential candidate. The rule is no open toes on a plane. <laughs> really? She, oh, she did a whole rant on it. And she wrote him a letter that was from <laughs> the airport commission that said, you are not allowed to do this. And you are in violation of the airport commission rules. <laughs> I can t since we, since that time, I've, I've worn shoes yeah. ever, ever since. One of the other things is what if you get in a plane crash? You don't want to be jumping exactly. out of the plane wearing flip flops. I did think about that at some point. Exactly. But it's just so much easier when you're going through security. Uh, if they, you know, just take go through in your flip flops. It's, it's so easy. Oh, we have a new friend from Vietnam. Yeah, I want you to say the name. Le Tien. That's my French pronunciation of a Vietnamese. No, <laughs> nice to see you from Vietnam. That's so amazing. Yeah. Love that. And if he's, if he, I presume he's still living in Vietnam because he says, I have worn flip flops. So I'm I'm not surprised because in Asia, <laughs> there's correct, a lot of flip flops. There's a lot of flip flops. <laughs> that's, that's like dress up. Yes. I think. Carrie says, Andy is a male Mary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just want you to know Jesus wore flip flops. Yes, he did. So that's my, so that's true. my fallback. So true. But Jesus <laughs> did not get on an airplane. <laughs> He just saying he was, and it's not even just the what if you have to run, and that could happen to you a lot that the flight is delayed and you have to run to the gate in flip flops. My aunt could use a flip flop as a weapon, yes. When they all the, the chocolates, oh, the chocolates would come flying. But if I said, but it, what if you have to run in the airport? Why would I have to run because uh, you're late to the gate? Yeah, we had 50 minute uh, connections for you. Okay, sorry. That is true. We've gone on too far. <laughs> Distractions. We get distracted. So not only... I want to know a little bit about Le Tien. Yes. Help us say that. Yes. Help us say your name. Uh, if you can phonetically write it in there, that would be awesome. And but how long us... have you been a believer? If you are a believer. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And Kevin, tell us about yourself a little bit more. We know you're a lead singer. Do you sound like... Uh, 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 um, let's see, who can I think of? Do you sound like... Blues Brand Brothers in Chicago. Brandon, so you, you sound like Brandon. Of, you can kind of guess what that what that sound is. So you Journey. don't think he sounds like Journey, the lead singer? A little bit. Kate, no, isn't he Steve high Perry. pitched? Steve, Steve Perry. Perry. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like Steve Perry, uh, Brandon, uh, Brandon Lake. Lake. Uh, what do you Creed? Like? Creed. <laughs> We've been talking a lot about Creed lately. Um. And let us know if you have any prayer requests. Again, we'll just say that one more time. If you have any prayer requests, we're going to close in prayer. And we have Thanksgiving coming up tomorrow. Um, yeah, wishing you Are we going to do a show on Thanksgiving? Blessed. I don't think or so. Or should we ask people what they're thankful for I tonight? Wanna, I want to also mention oh. um, Pastor Jack opened his uh, car ride uh, talk with the phrase, I hope you guys are living your remnant life. Mm. And... Uh, it's, I love that expression. Yes. Um, as you know, I did a show called Remnant Rising yeah. and, um, some guys that, um, I love great scholars do, uh, remnant radio. And I just love the emphasis on being the remnant because as the world gets crazier, we are reminded that as we hold on to the burning coal of faith, that we are the remnant. And, um, it's not easy. It's not an easy walk. Uh, but it, 
I don't know. It, it has so many connotations to it. When you hear it, you're like, ah, I'm the remnant. I have um, to practice holiness. I have to live a life of discipline. Um, things are not going to be easy. I'm going to be challenged. There will be trials. Like it's not the happy, oh, we're the unicorn group. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. The remnant has with it the connotations of trials and tribulations. The more yeah, I hear you talk about it, the remnant reminds me of those men. I don't think there's a woman yet, but men that make it through BUDS training for SEAL team training. That it's the few. I mean, you yeah. there's a, the lot you have to go through and you if you ring that bell, you're out. So you have to not ring the bell and make it through. And there's only a few right. that will truly make it to the end. Unfortunately, it's not that easy. It's not. That's what I tell people all the time. Not easy at all. It's not. It's being a follower of Jesus Christ is not simple. It's not for the, the weak hearted. Uh, my daughter, uh, our daughter, um, we were in Arkansas and she had injured her foot again, you know, her ankle. Mm -hmm. And so she said, so last night I, I played this thing called encounter, which is this meditation thing to sleep at night is a Christian meditation thing. So play, play scripture. Um, and I used to play it a lot when Zara was young. So since we were sleeping in the same room, I'm like, I'm playing encounter. She's like, fine. So <laughs> she went, <laughs> you do so, that so well. Right. So she wakes up in the morning and she's like, guess what? She, and I was like, what? She's like, well, the encounter said to ask the Holy Spirit, to pray to the Holy Spirit, to give you what you want. She's like, so I prayed for my ankle to feel better so that I could um, be okay for the clinic today. And she's like, guess what? My ankle's better. And I was like, oh my God, I love that. And I said, you know what? Do this as much as you like, because guess what? You're going to pass this honeymoon phase where Jesus is not going to answer all your prayers like that so easily. <laughs> so take advantage of it. This is the time to capitalize on it. Yeah. But isn't that cute? That is great. Yeah. And you didn't tell me that story. No, I didn't. I forgot. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, Carrie says. Jesus didn't need an airplane. <laughs> That's for sure. And Carrie needs prayer for her trapezius. Yes. Uh, last time we talked about chest and back, but trapezius muscles seem a lot more specific. <laughs> Hopefully I'm going to remember that word. You would only get that from Carrie. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but we are definitely praying and for Eddie too. Yes, for sure. We talked about you the other day, Carrie, just about your, just, you have so many, uh, so much knowledge, I think is the, the word I was looking for. Just so much knowledge is um, is just amazing. Awesome. Oh, this is interesting. Met my new insurance rep, Christian, who knows Jack. Her and her hubby show up yesterday to pull weeds in my yard. I asked God for help a week ago. Wait, oh, what do you mean? Your insurance rep came to pull weeds. I don't get wow. that. But that is an awesome story. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? How does the insurance rep come and pull the weeds? Wow. Do you pay extra? Yeah. <laughs> or just that for included? the business. Just for the business. Yeah. That's in exchange, a... you get free weed removal. <laughs> that's a great business model. I never thought of doing that as a dog trainer. Right. We did send some people to pick up dog poop for people for a little while as part oh, of the service. Oh, you wanted to terrorize your staff, apparently. <laughs> Oh my God. That's me. No, what I did was is there's companies that are pooper scoopers. 
That, that's all they do. They is, go to your house? They go to your house and pick up dog poop. From where? They Why just, do you, who leaves so much dog poop around their house that they have to- Well, they don't, want, they don't want that. So they have a person, there's a, a business that the their service is to go to people's houses no, like I, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Understood what you said, but why oh. do you? Accumulate? <laughs> I'm like there was nothing, um, nothing confusing about what you said. What I don't understand is why does a person have an accumulation of poop? It's so that they don't get an accumulation. No, but don't you just pick it up with the little baggie every they time don't the dog want, poops? They don't want to pick it up. Oh, in your backyard or something? Yeah, in your backyard. Oh, like when Cujo was with us. Yeah. yeah none of the kids were picking up. Yeah. <laughs> we had an accumulation of... So I partnered with the company uh, that became part of our service that we offered. So we we partnered. Yeah, see, Spirit Wimpy says, I have friends who contract with pooper scoopers. Right. Man, I thought I was particular. <laughs> I call poop patrol. <laughs> That is hysterical. <laughs> My dog would not allow accumulating. Oh, so they would eat it? Yeah. What, the, what does that mean, yeah. Jared? <laughs> yeah. Or it starts barking at you to pick it up. You know how many calls I would get a week about that? Can you train my dog not to, to, to stop yeah. eating their poop? Yeah. Oh. It, and it's not a, a training thing. It's like you have to you have to pick it up quickly. Uh, or you can put some stuff in their food that makes it taste bad. Oh. They, they, but then some dogs look at it as uh, a seasoning. <laughs> so, uh, it's kind of the way Zara felt about the nail biting stuff too. She oh, really? would just chew right through it. Oh yeah. Oh. She liked it because it was spicy. Oh my gosh, my kids were like you, were like you the other day. They gave me something and they didn't they didn't do the face though. They go, oh dad, we got this great new candy. Here, taste it. And I go, no, no, you never want me to eat your candy. And, they, and so of course they just not wouldn't let it go. And I put it in my mouth and it was, it was the worst. That's the kind that, whatever that taste was, was would belong on fingernails. I don't know. It was some type of sour. Was it purposely like that? Or it was one of those weird jelly beans, like guess the flavor? You know what? I never, I was so mad at them because I threw it out the window. Uh-huh. It was something sour. It was bad. But uh-huh. uh, th- that, just when you talked about going, <laughs> putting it on the fingernails, that is something that should be on kids' fingernails. They Ooh. will not, they will not chew their fingernails. Um where are we? So her dog would give her the stare down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up, lady. Yeah, sorry. That's yeah, that one. Stare down. That's hysterical. My police dog uh, that I worked with, he would not go poop in front of me. Oh. Yeah. He, like, if I had him on leash to go poop, he wouldn't go. I'd have to put him on either a long line or off leash so that he could go behind a bush and go. I never saw ever a dog do that, but he respected me so much <laughs> that um, he wouldn't he wouldn't do that. And how would you be able to tell that when it first started? Because he wouldn't go, and then I put him on, then I let him go off leash, and he would go behind a bush and go. And it wow. became a thing. I go, wait a minute, did he just not go poop? Because and do you he was see on him kind of holding it, like he's kind of like. Yeah, I know he has to go because uh, you know after when you spend that much time with a dog every day, eight hours a day for five, you know five to six days a week, you learn their little mannerisms. So I knew by his, his whining and his mannerism that he had to go. But if I took him out on a six foot leash, she wouldn't go. And then he's like, don't want. He'd, he'd be like, oh. doing this. And then I would click him off the leash. He'd go behind a bush and he would go. Wow. That's fascinating. <laughs> the things we talk about on this devotional. Yeah. <laughs> 
We lost Kevin a long time ago. And Kevin goes, what am I listening to? I thought this was a devotional. <laughs> uh, Carrie's like, her server dog was the same thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, I don't know that. You and I, I, I don't know that I ever met anybody else whose dog, most dogs could care less. <laughs> yeah, they're like, screw you. <laughs> this is this is for you. Yeah, and pick it up. All right, let's uh, let's 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 bring it back. How about if we uh, pray for? Try not to get distracted. <laughs> uh oh, Spirit Wind View. Kathy says my dog would be an excellent service dog. When I take him out, he pees and poops on command. If he does not need to poop, when I say mission poo poo, then I know he does not need to go. <laughs> Poo-poo. That's awesome. Kevin says, I have a pretty low voice, kind of like Zach Williams. Ah, we love Zach Williams. We saw him at at local church here. Grew up Lutheran and always believed, but rarely went. Started going to an evangelical church about 10 years ago. Love Pastor Jack. I'm a giant fan of his worship leader, Gia Lucid. Yes, we are too. That's beautiful. So are we. We love Gia. Oh my gosh. Carrie says, awesome. Spirit. She calls her spirit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> short for a spirit wind view. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, before next, our next comment comes in. Ah, oh, dear Lord. Thanksgiving. We are grateful for uh, this wonderful festivity where we honor all the things that you have given us in this life. Um, most of all, our country and all of the freedom that we enjoy. And we honor our veterans who... Uh, gave of their blood, sweat, and tears for us to enjoy these freedoms and for our loved ones, Lord, that we get to um, spend a joyous time with. And we ask that for all the believers out there who are far from you, Lord, that they will draw closer to you and that those who do not yet know you, Lord, um, can meet you where they are. Um, We're so grateful for all that you do in and through us. We're so grateful for the provision that you give without measure, for good health, um, for good family, for good children, um, and for faith, most importantly for faith, Lord. And we ask for healing for all of our friends, all of our listeners, Lord, that need healing and restoration in their bodies. We ask you are Jehovah Rapha. You are the grand physician. And we ask that you heal them and restore restore them to wholeness. Um, Eddie, who's on the mend, uh, who continues to heal, and Carrie, who has her trapezius muscles, <laughs> that hurt, Lord, uh, that you bring them healing. And um, for all of our friends out there, oh, for our friend Michael Besson, who um, has heart trouble and AFib and uh, is really struggling with that, Lord. So we pray for him as well. And our friend Paul Beyer, who's still healing. And all of those out there that we do not even know by name, Lord, that need your healing hand. We love you. It's in the mighty name of Jesus that we ask all things. Amen. Amen. All right, my friends, Kevin says. I love watching you too. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Thank Happy you. Thanksgiving. Can we, do you have anything on YouTube that we could watch? Uh, one of your music, maybe on this Facebook page. On I'm sure Facebook page. On this Facebook oh, page. Yeah. And we want, uh, we'd love to watch that. That'd be awesome. All right, my friends, we love you guys. Uh, are you. we, again, are we, did we decide whether we're going to do a show on Thanksgiving? I don't know. I think we should play it by ear. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We may see you tomorrow. We <laughs> not, may. Not 100% sure. But we love you guys. Uh, God bless. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And we will see you on the next one. Take care. Bye. Bye.